Good evening there, y'all. It's meteorologist Frank Strait here. We have a lot of weather going on as we approach uh, Christmas Eve and day and uh, some high-impact stuff worth talking about. So we'll do this forecast update here for you on Wednesday evening to talk about uh, what we'll be dealing with. In a nutshell, if you have travel plans, uh, allow extra time, plenty of it, and a lot of extra patience uh, for travel as there's going to be a lot of hazards that we have to deal with uh, over uh, Christmas Eve and even into Christmas Day for the mountains as there's going to be some snow uh, to deal with uh, up there. Now as we get underway here we're looking at uh, late Wednesday afternoon satellite pictures, visible satellite imagery with the sun uh, setting over this part of the world. Uh, you can see the swirl associated with a uh, potent storm system that's moving through the upper Midwest. They're seeing heavy snow across parts of the upper Midwest. So another place that if you have travel plans, uh, be prepared for some major uh, delays there. But the trailing front that extends southward through the mid-Mississippi Valley is what we're going to be contending with. It's heading our way and uh, again going to be causing a variety of hazards for us over the next uh, 36 hours or so. Let's uh, jump ahead and look at uh, the upper air pattern and see how that evolves over the next few days. And again, uh, through the short term, we'll look at a few more details here. Uh, currently, we have a sharp upper trough that's over the nation's midsection, southward buckling of the jet stream there. Uh, that will uh, quickly translate eastward as we head uh, through Thursday and into Friday, pushing that cold front eastward with it. And uh, this strong upper support results in uh, some stormy, a stormy situation for us. And behind the cold front, some much colder air pushes in that results in some snow flying in the mountains. Again, some more details on that in a moment. But uh, this feature will uh, continue to progress eastward and uh, get out of our hair, and that results in things quieting down uh, considerably uh, by the time we get to uh, Saturday into uh, Sunday. This is Saturday we're looking at here, and you can see the upper flows turning uh, more or less uh, west-east for a time, and uh, that generally results in uh, uh, no major storm systems to deal with. In our case, uh, quiet weather setup. And uh, the next storm system to deal with, it looks as though that goes through the Great Lakes states during the first part of next week, Monday into Tuesday. And although it will support another cold front into the Carolinas, it won't have a lot of uh, moisture and energy to work with. So I don't expect to see much action with that front as it moves through. Another uh, sharp upper trough, though, develops over the nation's midsection around the middle of next week, though, and uh, progresses eastward in a similar fashion to the one we'll be dealing with uh, through the uh, Christmas holiday here. So uh, be prepared for another round of active weather uh, late next week as we approach New Year's. Behind that, uh, general west-east flow results in a quiet spell to start 2021. Now, uh, some details here. This is what the uh, GFS model uh, looks like uh, for uh, Christmas Eve, and this is the uh, late, this is the early evening station here, or time step here, with uh, a cold front that's uh, pushing through the Carolinas at this point. To get some more details, I'm going to switch to one of the mesoscale models. In this case, uh, I'm looking at the high-res rapid refresh model, and this is a uh, first thing in the morning. Uh, about 7 a.m. Uh, for Christmas Eve, Thursday. By this point, we'll already see some uh, rain spreading over the western Carolinas and uh, some shower activity breaking out a little bit farther east, uh, according to this model anyway. As the day progresses, I'll just advance this forward. You can see rains uh, heavy at times, likely with some embedded thunderstorms uh, going on across upstate South Carolina and western North Carolina, and that goes on into the afternoon. Now, as this uh, activity reaches the I-77 corridor, it's going to start running into some uh, very warm and uh, fairly unstable air that will be in place farther east. And uh, notice that the model's showing thunderstorms breaking out over uh, the PD region in uh, South Carolina and, and much of eastern North Carolina uh, with the 
with some thunderstorms and uh, potentially some severe ones in addition to severe storms that can be going on uh, along the cold front as it reaches the I-77 corridor and progresses farther east. And again, that uh, stormy setup continues. Some uh, individual discrete storm cells, we call them, over eastern North Carolina, some of those likely to be severe and also some uh, potentially severe storms with the front itself moving into eastern North Carolina late in the day and into the evening, a stormy setup through eastern North Carolina uh, through tomorrow evening. Now, the Storm Prediction Center has uh, that area in enhanced risk. That's level three of five. So uh, this is a uh, fairly significant, at least for December, uh, setup here. And uh, the situation is going to favor not only supercell thunderstorms with a tornado risk, those those discrete cells out ahead of the uh, main line of storms, but also locally damaging winds and perhaps some uh, more widespread damaging winds as the front pushes through uh, later in the day and into the evening. Uh, less of a tornado risk, but still uh, something of a high wind risk with the, at least locally with those storms farther west over toward the uh, Charlotte area and uh, up to the Triad too. And also farther south into South Carolina, this particular map highlights North Carolina, but there is some severe weather risk for the PD region, including a tornado risk and uh, a damaging wind risk for the low country and uh, Midlands of South Carolina too, over toward the CSRA as well. Likely not much in the way of severe weather. They can't totally rule out some locally damaging winds uh, in upstate South Carolina and toward the foothills here, but very low concern, I think, for that. Now, in addition to that, uh, backing up to the uh, H to the high res rapid refresh model here. Notice just in general, let me back it up here and uh, go again. Notice how close the isobars are together here, and it's also very windy. A lot of what we call a low-level jet uh, is uh, going on here ahead of this front, uh, pumping the warmth and moisture northward. And uh, as that intersects the mountains, some damaging winds are a concern here, I and mean, potentially some wind gusts, uh, 60 or so miles an hour, maybe 70 plus in the highest elevations here in western North Carolina. So some uh, down trees, isolated power outages could be a concern there. Uh, it is going to be generally windy uh, ahead of and behind this front uh, as well but uh, not quite as severe as what you'd expect in the high ground in the mountains here, below uh, 3,000 feet in the mountains and elsewhere around the Carolinas. Uh, winds are going to be more in the 30 to 40 mile an hour uh, range and in, in, uh, the stronger gusts that you see there. Now, the exception to that rule may be uh, over toward the outer banks where winds might get to the 40 to 50 mile an hour range once again here as well. Now, as I mentioned, uh, once we get the front through, uh, much colder air just blast right in, say a, a genuine shot of Arctic air, and although it'll be short-lived, it'll be plunging in rapidly. So in addition to a turn from rain to snow that you see the models predicting here uh, in the afternoon and into the evening hours in the mountains, uh, the uh, rain with the front does end with a little, as a little snow in the mountains. It also gets a, it also stays pretty windy here with the wind switching to the northwest and uh, northwest flow means uh, means snow uh, this time of year typically in the mountains uh, behind a cold front and this will be no exception we'll see a couple of inches in the higher elevations uh, and, and coming down even to the valley floors here I don't think we'll see a couple of inches in Asheville but uh, can see a coating on the grass or something like that with this as it's moving out and then the northwest flow snow gets underway and it's going to be windy as well with this much much colder air blasting in here. And uh, snow showers continue uh, through the night and uh, even in the day. The, this model is actually showing containment getting broken here uh, through the night and a little band uh, coming east. I, I'm not convinced that happens, but as uh, a trailing upper disturbance comes through during the day Friday, 
this model uh, indicates during Christmas Day uh, that we might see a flurry or two pop up here and there, especially North Carolina. I think the odds are a little better this happening in North or South than, than South Carolina. Uh, but nonetheless, a few flurries uh, might well pop up, and you might see some snow in the air in a few places uh, east of the mountains. Uh, don't count on this. Not every model is showing this happening, but I think it's within the realm of possibility just because we have such a strong upper trough and uh, potentially uh, getting getting things uh, unstable because it's going to be extremely cold aloft with this upper trough moving through. Now, again, with this uh, trailing disturbance that comes through late in the day, this, is, this model only goes out as far as uh, midday on Christmas Day, but I think we will see another uh, push of more substantial snow, still light, but pushing through the mountains here and into and through the mountains here in the afternoon and the evening, so uh, potentially leading to some slick spots on the roads there in the mountains. All right, so uh, we've covered the, the snow. The one other thing I have kind of left out here is the heavy rain potential here. I mentioned the rain would be heavy, and there, it could be heavy enough to cause some flooding. Weather Prediction Center's excessive rainfall outlook does have uh, marginal to slight risk. Uh, main area of concern is going to be along the Blue Ridge here uh, with some uh, very heavy rain that uh, could potentially go uh, over uh, two inches in some places. Here's the uh, GFS's uh, rainfall plot here going out 60 hours from the 12Z run and a uh, fairly wide area here of uh, rainfall reaching two inches in the upstate of South Carolina and uh, western North Carolina. It's minor flooding that can result there. I also wanted to show the uh, snowfall plot from the GFS. GFS actually tries to bring some accumulations east of the mountains here. I'm skeptical that works out but uh, going through Christmas uh, these uh, heavier snows that's showing up in the mountains uh, four to six inches uh, in some cases I think that's legit, and I think we will see that in the favored northwest flow snow and uh, potentially a coating to an inch even in some of the less favored spots uh, going through Christmas night. So uh, keep that in mind, the potential for some slippery travel up there in the mountains. So uh, we've covered, I think, everything going through uh, Christmas Day here, and I'll just advance the GFS on uh, through here, and we'll pick it up uh, on Saturday where things will be quieted down considerably, although uh, first thing Saturday morning, uh, high pressure centered over South Alabama here is, uh, has the cold air fully entrenched. It's going to be probably the coldest morning we've seen uh, season to date. We'll see some single digits uh, in the mountains, maybe even get down close to zero in, in some of the higher spots here in the mountains, outside the mountains, uh, likely uh, just about everybody below freezing except the Outer Banks, uh, likely widespread uh, 20s, even some low 20s showing up uh, in the uh, outside of the mountains, but uh, single digits and teens in the mountains, I think. Now, uh, as we go through the day, uh, temperatures moderate somewhat to, to more typical December levels, but still on the chilly side uh, for your Saturday, but uh, the sun will be out. That helps things out a little bit. Uh, Sunday, uh, returning some gifts potentially. Looks like no trouble with the weather here, with high pressure drifting off the east coast and a, a slight further increase in, uh, in, in the uh, temperature levels there, so we do warm things up a little bit more, uh, but still on the chilly side. Again, the next cold front heads our way early next week. Not Monday, though. I think through the day Monday, we're pretty good, except in the mountains where we might see a shower pop up uh, later in the day, but this front doesn't have much moisture to work with. However, it is going to be another chilly shot coming in behind that. And again, as I mentioned, another pretty potent storm system looks to develop over the nation's midsection uh, toward the middle of next week. There's a Tuesday night we're looking at, Wednesday morning, Wednesday evening. If the GFS has the timing right, uh, there is the uh, strong trailing front here with some thunderstorms over the mid-Mississippi Valley. It's trying to break out a little bit of uh, light 
precipitation may be cold enough uh, during the uh, onset of this that there's some uh, some icy patches to deal with uh, in parts of western North Carolina. Can't rule that out, but uh, don't worry about it too much just yet. But uh, another uh, soaking rain and potentially stormy setup looks to be on the way late next week. Uh, the GFS says uh, New Year's Eve at this point, but uh, hopefully drying out in time uh, for festivities that night as we finally get rid of 2020. And again, looks as though high pressure builds back in for the first few days of 21, uh, resulting in a quiet spell and uh, temperatures again uh, moderating after a shot of chill. But it won't be as cold behind that front as it will be behind the first front we'll be dealing with. Uh, for Christmas Eve and uh, going into Christmas Day. It's going to be real cold Christmas Day. All right, and that's your forecast update. Have a good evening and uh, Merry Christmas to one and to all a good night.